Hey, 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 what is going on? You are listening to Tags Podcast, aka Talk About Gay Sex Podcast. I'm your host, Steve V, and this is episode 341 alongside Jeremy Ross Lopez. How you doing, Jeremy? I'm good. How are you on this Monday? I'm not bad. I'm not bad. We'll talk a minute in about our weekends in just a second. Um, joining us, of course, is Cody Maurice Dorgett. How you doing, Cody? Hello, darling. I'm doing wonderful. How are you doing today? Really good. Really good. You know, it's so funny. We record this Monday evenings, in case you didn't know that when you're listening to this, when it drops on Tuesday. And I had such a good weekend oh, yeah? that I woke up yesterday morning in a panic and thinking, oh my God, we're, we're recording. And I had to tell, I would immediately text, because I had already asked you, Jeremy, mm-hmm. and I had to text Cody. And oh my God, I was like, and then I realized, oh my God, wait, it's not Monday, it's Sunday. <laughs> you scared the, the bejesus out of me, just so you know. I was like, oh my God, what is today? Uh, did I sleep through Sunday? It was crazy, so... That tells you how much fun I had this weekend. I mean, I literally, <laughs> as I've talked so many times about my ankle that I'm blue in the face, but it, it's coming to an end, I swear, you guys. But the good news, um, the thing about it is I went out twice this weekend, even with my my iWalk crutch. Shout really? out to iWalk crutch. Yeah. And had such, I, I went out with a girlfriend of mine on one day and then another friend of mine the next day and we just had so much fun like really and then carried the party back and was listening to music here dancing practically in the apartment um just a lot of lot of fun and i needed i really needed that it's been months since i've done any of that so yeah but so much fun that i almost forgot that we like i was ready to record yesterday but that means (laughs) that i'm geared up for this show (laughs) Um, how did you guys? Did you have a good weekend, Jeremy? Cody? Yeah, I was at a bachelorette weekend in Boston for the whole thing, and oh. it was like crazy amount of drinking and partying and like drag show and dinners and dancing and just I'm exhausted from all of that <laughs> festivities. I love it. I love it. Cody, how about yourself? Had a great weekend. I worked on Saturday, but yesterday I got to meet some of Joe's wonderful friends. We had dinner and then like unexpectedly uh, had an impromptu meet up with one of the listeners here, Teddy. You know Teddy, right? Listeners to our show? Listeners to the show, yeah. To Tag's podcast. Oh, I love it. Yeah. he, He was in town for something and he texted me and said do you want to hang out and i was like well i'm on my way back from long island you want to grab a drink here and we had a good I time love it. it was so much fun i thought hey, of thanks you. for my call <laughs> so, here's what happened are you ready so i thought of you we can talk about this after but no, I, <laughs> I thought of you and i was like oh i should invite steve but it was so packed last night in the in the no, bar i'm glad I you like, did it that's why I was like, okay, I'm glad that Steven, because it was insane. And I was yeah, like, that Steve eye crutch may not, not come in the handy. Eye crutch <laughs> would be no. No, good I mean, right I did really well in re- these restaurants that I went to, uh, which were, you know, a New York restaurant is tiny, and I did really well, and everyone's really accommodating, and you know, more than you can believe and it's all and i'm really i can get around but not quite ready for the bar scene yeah and yeah but um anyways it is a countdown you guys countdown for our special offer for patreon.com forward slash tags podcast i'm extending it to friday and this is where you can join our special tags sex pause community and get special perks at various tiers and when you do that not only do you get these great sexy perks but you also are supporting tags podcast now in its fifth year revamped the entire patreon page it's extended the special offer you can join afterwards but it's really great if you join uh till friday i'm extending till friday because i'm going to give you some reminders today and on our wednesday show that if you join you get a special offer you'll get a shout out on the show plus an exclusive live stream which will be really great and so 
check it out. Go over there to patreon.com forward slash tags podcast. The countdown is real until Friday. And think about uh, taking advantage of grabbing one of those special offered tiers uh, that you see there. All right, let's get into it. I'm really excited. We have so much to cover. You know, a new survey came out, uh, a new LGBT identification in the U.S. ticks up to 7.1%. This is pretty big. The percentage of U.S. adults who who self-identify as lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, or something other than heterosexual has increased to a new high of 7.1%. And that's doubled since 2012 when the Gallup first measured it. Gallup asks Americans whether they personally identify as straight or heterosexual, lesbian, gay, bisexual, or transgender as part of the demographic information it collects on all U.S. telephone surveys. Respondents can also volunteer other sexual orientation or gender ID they prefer, but huge numbers They're attributing roughly 21% of Generation Z Americans who have reached adulthood, those born between 1997 and 2003, identify as LGBT. That's 21% of Generation Z. That's pretty huge. The other findings that it noticed, too, is bisexuality. So more than half of LGBT Americans, so we're talking 50% of LGBT Americans indicate they are bisexual. Oh, wow. That percentage translates to 4% of U.S. adults. And meanwhile, 21% of LGBT Americans say they are gay, 14% lesbian, 10% transgender, and 4% something else. Um, Generation Z is the highest grossing of change that we're seeing. What's the bottom line in all this? Well, the proportion of U.S. adults who consider themselves to be lesbian, gay, bi, or trans has grown at a faster pace over the past year than in prior years. And it's occurring, like I said, in Generation Z, most at a higher level. Mm -hmm. Young adults are coming of age, including coming to terms with their sexuality, gender, identification, at a time when Americans increasingly accept gays, lesbians, and transgender and LGBT individuals. Um, Jeremy, does this surprise you that that the huge increase of identification as LGBT since 2012, 7.1% this uptick? It does. That's like, that's a large jump. And I mean, I I think it's a good thing uh, that people are self-identifying and uh, just coming to terms with what you what you choose to identify as. And it's an interesting time for it to happen. Yeah, I mean, it's weird because there's obviously reports of more hate crimes coming about, but I'm wondering Mm -hmm. we're seeing more of this identification happening. Cody, what's your thoughts on this? I mean, we've talked more about people coming out as trans. We've got a story coming uh-huh. out in a minute on drag race of, okay. of just that in a minute. But what's your that? thoughts on this <laughs> increase? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> you you led with like my favorite topic. So, okay, all right. There you, you go. I'm really excited. <laughs> um, my, my viewpoints are, I think that it's, uh, it makes sense to me because with the access that everyone has to so much information now, and honestly, in the lockdown, people have been able to take stock of how they feel and who they are really, and then kind of reflect on what their sexuality is, who they really are. So those two things coupled with each other have, it makes sense to me that this, that the uptick came after the pandemic, basically. Yeah, I feel like, and there's more options too on media. Mm-hmm. You can see this all more the time, whether yeah, representation, sure. which is huge. Speaking of representation, if you watch Drag Race, I know you do, Cody. No, I do. Uh, I watch, <laughs> you got me into it. I'm hooked. Uh, Drag Race's Jasmine Kennedy came out as trans in a tearful scene in the, I guess it's the after show, yep. Untucked. Untucked, yep. Friday night. Um, the contestants Bosco and Jasmine Kennedy both opened up about their gender journey. 
In one scene, Deja Sky asked the group, had any considered transitioning? Mm -hmm. Interesting question that probably wouldn't have occurred in early early seasons of the drag race phenomenon, I don't think. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though there's been transgender, I don't think this question would have occurred. And that's my opinion. Bosco, who came out as trans on Twitter earlier this month, responded, I've definitely thought about transitioning, she said, especially during the pandemic. There you go, Cody. Mm -hmm. Bosco is something that I used to feel a lot of gender euphoria, and I had to go an entire year without her. Uh, she said, and I remember seeing this uh, on this show, she said that in her day job in customer service, being gendered as male so often became grating and made her consider transitioning. She wanted to say she's still figuring out what she wants to do in the time since the show. Um, but beyond that, Jasmine Kennedy opened up, and I remember watching this on Friday night, yeah. uh, before coming Quote, before coming here, I was about to start hormones, she said. And coming here, I was scared, and I didn't want to have to go through this process while going through that. But seeing Carrie, Carrie, uh, they don't list her name here, but Carrie Colby, yep, another contestant, how confident she is in who she is, it just further affirmed what I've been feeling my whole life. You know, I watched this whole scene. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you got a chance to see it, Cody. Oh, you know what um, I was watching live. Girl. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know that you watch it, Jeremy, yet, right? No. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, it was such a touching moment because in addition to Jasmine Kennedy coming out as trans and she was in tears, she also said that she had a boyfriend that totally supports Mm -hmm. her decision and identifies the boyfriend as gay and he and jasmine wasn't sure you know you can imagine right like this is one thing to go through your journey and then to make that decision on live tv which is wonderful but then you're in a relationship where you started the relationship as a gay man who does drag Mm -hmm. but then you come out as you you're trans you're transitioning and the boyfriend totally supports that that whole decision so lovely and that part really touched me too because you never know with that i mean i I, what what are your thoughts when you saw that coming out process of of jasmine i was really just boohooing and along with jasmine kennedy who Kind of got on my nerves the previous two episodes. I don't. I... <laughs> <laughs> right. But she, she's very endearing now. I really, really empathize with her as far as her journey and her self-discovery. I think it's amazing that in this time she's been able to discover who she really is. And, and she's really staying true to herself. I wish her all the best for her transition. And I thought... They're getting another Emmy because that was gold right there. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because with Drag Race contestants, I do think this is a newer thing. Ask Before, drag was just drag. Now the show has transgendered contestants on there. Now they have contestants in in the current season realizing that they are trans yeah. and coming out midway through the season. Now you have... They just let go of a straight man, a heterosexual man Mm -hmm. who does drag. These, so when you hear all that, Jeremy, I mean, it's really is it? I guess it's not as surprising the seven point one uptick of people identifying if we're barely getting that in our media, right? No, I think it's great, and I also I love that it's it's staying true to being inclusive on the show. Right. Uh, I feel like in past seasons, I think there have been contestants that have either gone back and forth in making the decision or uh, on the platform used it to help with the transition, which is really great. You know what? Good point, because there was a time, let's not fool ourselves, there was a time when people in our own community were not accepting of transgender even in the drag worlds there there was other names that we used to refer to transgender there was a lot of non-acceptance within the lgbtq i mean really there wasn't Mm -hmm. i mean that's and not that long ago people did not accept 
that are even within our own acronyms. So I think it took a show like Drag Race, for example, but other shows like Euphoria, we could go on oh. and to show representation happening and that even if you're listening and you happen to be of the hetero world, shout out to our heteros allies <laughs> that, you know, hey, even girl. within our own acronym at times, we were not always of accepting of each other. And so I'm glad that we're seeing more of that. It makes a huge Definitely. difference. Yeah. yeah. Well, this upcoming story is a trans Florida woman has been arrested after giving a food delivery guy poppers and performing oral sex and other sexual acts on them. What? <laughs> Just going to give you that there. Serve you this. Only in Florida. A lunch food delivery Yep, ended up in an arrest after a 17-year-old called his mother to tell her details of what happened when he said a woman lured him into an apartment on Miami Beach. And according to the Miami Beach police, the teen was dispatched to deliver food to a person named Lisbeth on Thursday, last <laughs> Thursday. After dropping off the food and getting money from the woman, the teen left. But he said while he was outside of the building, Lisbeth invited him back into the apartment. He complied Inside, he said he watched as Lisbeth took a sniff of a substance police said was poppers. Lisbeth then removed the boy's pants and underwear and performed sex, sex acts on him, according to a report, which then recounted that the teen asked Lisbeth if she had a condom and she gave him one. What? The two engaged in various sex acts. This okay, they like fucked. Euphoria. <laughs> <laughs> After he left the apartment, he called his mom. Like, really? Okay. To tell her what had happened. He said that Lisbeth was transgender and that he felt like he had become intoxicated by the substance. Well, then why'd you go back into the apartment? You didn't were high on that before, but okay. okay. He had the telephone number from the delivery and also told his mother to, uh, to the address. The Miami police responded. The woman was identified as Catherine Lisbeth Soto Castro, 36 of Miami Beach. She is charged with two counts of unlawful sexual activity with a minor. Mm. Yikes. Lots to unpack wow. there. Um <laughs> You know, it's fun. <laughs> you know, this is so Florida, though, because I get I've been getting a lot of deliveries. Obviously, can't go shopping on my own right now. Mm -hmm. It's the broken ankle. And we just recently our building just last week. We don't have to wear a mask in our buildings anymore. But okay. for the most part, they're putting those packages on my doorstep, ringing the doorbell and running away like the plague. <laughs> and so. In East, and I'm like, thank you, down the hall, wondering, huh, I wonder if it's a cute delivery guy under that mask that's down the hall already out the door. Or, I mean, I, I mean, we have no clue. He, of course, in Florida, they can see everything. And then you can even, like, ask these people, I, I don't know. Back up, like Mrs. Robinson. Yeah. I was Cody, what are your thoughts on this when you, I mean, A, ask to at least check the ID next time? <laughs> Um, I just wonder how many times Elizabeth have, has done this. It's, 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 it was a little too slick. I know. Right. <laughs> she, she had, she knew exactly what she was doing. She, I feel like she, it was, she, this was premeditated to me. This, it looks like it was premeditated and it looks like it wasn't her first time trying to seduce, uh, a delivery person and this time she got caught because the guy the the young man was underage so i just it i don't yeah. think that i think that she unfortunately kind of stepped in some doo-doo and now she has to pay the price <laughs> for it and everyone hates cleaning up doo-doo uh, on a oh shoe oh my god it's the worst <laughs> <laughs> not my manolas um <laughs> Poorly yeah, I mean, so bad, but she... we've all, Jeremy, had fantasies about the delivery experience. But what do you think? Of, a, what do you think about that? And what do you think about poppers in the middle of the day? I don't know about that. I kind of think that the whole thing sounds very Miami, to be honest. I know that's not an excuse. <laughs> Call your but, friend, Jeremy, that but you I... know which one we're talking about. <laughs> but I do think that uh, it sounds hot, and I I don't understand the 
the coercion versus the like actual participating like it sounds like they were on an even playing field and the kid was into it but then reported back to his mom so i definitely think that the the underage like the legalities of it are terrible but i do also i don't know it's just it takes two to tango is my opinion at the same time of the fact that he's not legal age yeah And I also think poppers at any time of day, I still think that you have a say in what you partake in. Yes. And the high that you get from poppers, whether or not it gives you a headache or whatever the side effects are, are not like 20 or 30 minutes long. And it doesn't so, make you ask for it. I don't know. It just, yeah. It it's just, a messy. It's a... It brings up a lot of questions for me. And it is a very, like, it's a loaded topic. Uh, it's and a I messy do, situation. It is. Yeah. But I also think that a lot of things go down and happen in Miami. And so it's not super yeah. surprising for me. You know what? Last point. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Sorry, Miami. I totally agree with that. This just doesn't, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm watching Bold and the Beautiful at one o'clock when I'm eating my lunch. Sorry, guilty pleasure. I love my Bold and the Beautiful. 20 minutes of pure soap opera. But, but it does scream of just a mess on both ends because how are you going to leave a house and then be asked back so you had to go back into the house, you know, and if you get to the door and they don't say, oh, I didn't get my receipt or this or that, but no, come on in. It's like, wait a minute. Why are you going? You're 17. Why are you going into it? And then doing the act, asking for the condom. We all know poppers, but they don't last that long mm-hmm. to be that thoughtful to ask for a condom and engage in sexual activities. On the other hand, how are you going to be offering just a random delivery guy poppers and we know the tremendous hate crimes that are happening like do you really want to get beat up to death in your own apartment and you know what other question i was wondering too i thought that the and i may be wrong about this i thought that all delivery services you had to be 18 or older Oh, well, that's what somebody said on one of the threads, too. That's a really good point. Somebody wrote in and said, I thought they had to be 18. I don't know that. Does anybody know that? I have no idea. No, I can Google. it. Who's Googling? I am. Okay, you Google. That's a really good point that brings up. Uh, look, our investigative journalistic show that's turned made a turn. We don't know. <laughs> we're now sex and yeah, investigative says, journalism. So it says most delivery services, as well as restaurants, require delivery drivers to be at least 18 or 19 years old. What about in Miami specifically? Oh, let's well, see. there you so go. It says, it says, can you people under the age of 18 are not allowed to use an adult's Uber Eats account to request deliveries. And anyone under the age of 18 is not allowed to order or receive alcohol deliveries. That's common sense. Yeah. Uh, all drivers must also be at least 19 years of age, but no previous delivery experience is required. That's, 19. For, that's for Grubhub. Mm. So there's Grubhub, DoorDash, Uber Eats, Uber Eats, Postmates. So there's a bunch of them. Caviar. So. Don't forget caviar, the one I like. <laughs> oh, of course you do, bitch. <laughs> it's a little bit higher end because of a little bit higher end restaurants. Why? Because it's... you're ordering bottles of red wine instead of fucking food? <laughs> and beluga caviar. <laughs> and we might have a little bit of caviar on the side, just saying. <laughs> and your little crostinis. <laughs> or... <laughs> Lightly toasted, darling. I'm a fancy boy over here. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, I just got Drizzly. We're going to talk about, um, which is a really great delivery service. And they do, they kind of give you the best liquor delivery. But they ask you me for my ID when I get there. Yeah, this seems a little questionable. Like, how far is this case going to go if it really is that he is underage? 
I think the delivery service is going to be in trouble too for right. hiring an underage yeah. person. I don't know that Miss Lizbeth is going to get an owl that, well, Miss I thought because Lizbeth. all is, I thought all delivery people were of 18. And so that gave me, you know, but I'm unfortunately the, the reality of the situation is if you, it, you could cry to your blue in the face that you, you just assumed, mm -hmm. but if you do have any sexual encounters with somebody that's underage, regardless of any of the rules that are in place or not in place, you are still guilty of raping an underage individual. And that's yep. just the reality of it. And so that sort of trumps anything that may be the delivery services problem, I think, but it's a mess any way you look at it. And yeah, yeah. definitely a hot mess, but it's just not, uh, a story that is shocking coming from Miami specifically. It is, and I not. do love Miami, so it's has. Nothing and you say to do that with that. love of Miami, yeah. yeah. She yeah. probably answered the door in a bikini and like a sarong type deal, or I don't know. <laughs> nice, I mean, I lovely, think he, flowy. <laughs> I think he. I think it sounded more premeditated the way Jeremy described it and called the person back and the person was naive enough to go back and just, I don't know. It sounded like spinning a web. I'm not sure. Yeah. It's a lot. Psst. Got a sex conundrum? Need another take on how to handle it in the bedroom or in the alleyway? Well, ask tags. Need some advice regarding your relationship? He's perfect, but again, we got you. DM us for some solicited sex or relationship advice. And listen to our advice on an upcoming Tags podcast. Sometimes you just need a fresh perspective and objective ears. DM us on Instagram at Tags Podcast. We got you. Well, we've got to get into some Reddit threads. That, there's three of them. I don't know if we have time for all of them, but if not, we carry the one over to, well, that's just Tags Live. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but let's try to get to as many as we can. Okay. The a, a current Reddit thread on Ask Gay Men asked the question, is it weird that my partner wants to party solo? My boyfriend and I were in our late 20s and early 30s, just moved in together, Cody. We're talking about two years now. <laughs> we started to experience and an open our relationship up lately. We decided to take it slow and calculated by first adding another guy for a three-way before we start to see other people solo. We also decided that we should show each other the guys that we're about to see solo just for the sense of doing this together and removing any bad mojo and suspicion, sus sus suspicious feelings. I like mm -hmm. that idea. Okay. So far, so good. Mm -hmm. Today, he told me that there's another experience that he'd like to have again at some point, and that's going solo to gay parties and try to pick up another guy, dance and kiss them, and maybe have sex with them later on on another day. Whoa, okay, hold on, hold on. Wow. He said that it's purely for the thrill of it and that he misses this experience. I told him that it bothers me and that it gives me the impression that he feels locked and limited mm -hmm. while being in a relationship and that it feels like he really needs to feel like he's single again. Mm -hmm. Having casual grinder sex while coordinating it with me is one thing, but going to such an activity without me like I don't exist is a complete other thing. He, It goes on and on, but the guy wants to know if he should be worried about him missing about what's going on with his partner. Jeremy, what are your thoughts on this? Because we talk a lot about open relationships. And does this guy sound like the boyfriend's pushing it too much to want to go out solo and meet up guys like, in my mind, a single person would do? In my opinion, it, it does. It sounds like a little much. Uh, I think that it's it's not really up to us to decide uh, what what he can and can't do. I think that it's up to them to come to a mutual agreement mm -hmm. on boundaries. And I think that the boundaries sound a little blurry at the moment, and maybe they just need a sit down discussion for where, where they can go moving forward and what things are off, off cuff and what things are not, if you know what I mean. And yeah. I think that, it, it does help to have an outside point of view, but at the end of the day, it comes down to 
like in my opinion, if this was my relationship, I think it sounds like it's going a little too far. One of them is, and the other one isn't. And that uneven balance may cause one to worry, which is obviously happening. And so I think it's, it's good to be honest with your partner and come to like an agreement, like I said, or just setting some sort of boundaries there where it's a mutual understanding rather than always worrying or like being on the edge of your uh, seat when your partner's just enjoying themselves. Yeah. It's interesting, Cody, because somebody wrote in after that and said, the problem with having this goal is that sometimes commitment does require giving up things you might really, really want. Mm -hmm. A boyfriend who tries to avoid that may not be a boyfriend you can count on in tough times. Mm -hmm. I sort of agree with that, Cody, a little bit in that things change. They've, they, it sounds like they're very mature in the way they've evolved with their open relationship. This seems like a new evolution, but it doesn't seem like one of them is on the same page with the other one. What are your thoughts on this? Well, I completely agree with everything Jeremy said. You get to define what your relationship is from the onset and you it can evolve to whatever you want it to evolve into. But to me, I would never, I could never allow that to happen in my own relationship to me it actually sounds like the boyfriend of this guy does want to be single and have single experiences still so i think that they should really take that into consideration maybe consider taking a break from each other i don't i'm kind of flabbergasted i don't know what that guy is actually missing or what what he what experiences he feels like he needs to have outside of his relationship I think I agree with what you're saying, too. I also agree with what Jeremy was saying in that it's hard for us to decide because we can just give opinions. We can certainly speak to what this guy is feeling, and he kind of feels like it's he needs to definitely have that conversation that this doesn't feel right for him. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, he's already made think- up his mind for sure. He is, but he's posting it to Reddit, so he's wondering, <laughs> am I being, is this right or wrong? Well, so let's not get, yeah, you you're, want a little feedback. You're, you're you on want, the fence when you post it on you Reddit. You want the Janet sure. Jackson feedback, yeah. <laughs> and the thing about it, I, I can think of a couple when at the New York Eagle where I go here, that they're married. They've been married for a little while now, and they tend to play separately and Mm -hmm. one of them one of the out of the two husbands that goes more frequently than the other one does i see a lot or at least when i was going there more and his whole and he always wants to kind of play with me now i know both of them and Mm -hmm. i know that and i've played mostly with the one that i see at but i love the other one too and i'll see them at like a random outside at one of a New York brunch restaurant. I'll be like, Hey, you guys, they're really lovely and really great. Well, the one that I see in the bar does his, their rule is he can play with somebody at a cruise bar, like the Eagle have Mm -hmm. whatever fun he can have there, but not take it home. In other words, he's can't go home with somebody and he doesn't want to. He really just kind of wants to have his Saturday night fun at the cruise bar leave it there and go back home to his husband. So that's not really the same thing, but it is sort of similar in it's that similar. he does yeah. go. And yeah, so I think you can there is to this Reddit person who posed the question, there is a way to evolve. Now I will mind you, when I read the original Reddit thread, I think they said they're in their twenties and thirties. If I can recall the twenties and Late 20s, early 30s. The couple I'm talking about have been around a minute. (laughs) One of them's in their late 50s and one of them's in their early 40s. I do think that time and maturity, ages and jealousy kind of goes out the door a little bit more. I don't know. Any thoughts on that last part? I do feel like in your 20s, you want to explore more. You want to sow your oats, so to speak in order to kind of know what you like and what you don't like. And I think that there 
establishing what their boundaries are right now in their 20s. I say just give it time and explore and do do your best to navigate it right now because again, you're in your 20s or early 30s and you don't it's not so clear and defined. What about this just not to beat this with a dead horse but what do you been, have you ever I've come across couples that gone together. So it's a, the the whole thing is is it weird that my partner wants to party solo? I've seen couples go out together and separate to see who they meet up with. Do you think that could work maybe so the other one, Jeremy, does it feel excluded or is it more of a mess? No, I think it turns into a mess and I think it's kind of like a, a weaving game. a web, like we said. It's like playing a a game that ends up in a fight and I don't know, I just don't find... You either want to be single or you want to party with your significant other, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it probably leads to more. I've been, I've, I'm not saying you can't ever go out with them and they have to stay attached at your hip. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is, I think if you are searching to spend time without them in all social settings, that there's something that you need to recalculate. Mm hmm. I hear you and agree, actually, on that one. All right. Moving on, another Reddit thread on Ask Gay Bros Over 30. Like that name. A a boyfriend said he was versatile but won't top me. What should I do? Ooh. I like how we're – so that was – the last couple was 20s and early – late 20s, early 30s. This one, we are – 49 and 45. Oh my. Person writing this is 49. Have they've been together for 5 years now. At the start he told me he was versatile like myself and I was looking forward to a sex life that involves both of us taking turns. However, he does have some ED erectile dysfunction issues and he volunteered to mm-hmm. take Viagra. I said I didn't want him to use any medication just for the sake of sex. But I sometimes wish for a good pounding from him, and dildos just aren't the same. Should mm. I just learn to live with it and let go of having to bottom, have bottoming sex ever again? We're monogamous. This oh, so this one's interesting. So they're monogamous, mm-hmm. and five years, a little bit more mature than the last story. Um, I'm a little confused though. Why, as somebody wrote. Sounds like you're causing this issue for yourself. Let him try fucking Viagra or Cialis. I mean, and I would add to that before I hear from you guys is that, you know, we do a lot of shows on ED. Mm -hmm. We've had so many different people on. Susan Pratton was one of my favorite guests. And uh, in fact, she gave me this really good supplement that is all about blood flow, nitric oxide. You don't have to get, you can get it in different places. And there's all kinds of more natural ways, pumps yeah. and things that really encourage natural erect, uh, like help with the blood flow, particularly down there. Cody, you and I, we had uh, Dr. Chris Bustamante on the oh, show yeah. the other day that was talking about um, how to that treatment that he was doing that used sound waves on the penis mm-hmm. and boomer banks was one of his first people that he was doing it on and how it creates more sensation and harder longer there's my point and i do have a point here is that i don't know why you'd be mad at viagra if you really if you really dying for that pounding <laughs> let him take the damn viagra for crying out loud i mean <laughs> and then worry about, and then you could look into some more natural remedies that maybe aren't a pill. I don't know, Cody, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. And it seems, it sounds to me like they haven't been, he's been okay with being the top for this long. So he doesn't necessarily need to bottom so often. So what's a Viagra pill every now and then every couple of months or every couple of weeks? I don't think that that's going to harm anybody. It's approved by the FDA. So I think that it's, it's totally safe as far as I know. And also I would, along with those natural remedies that you were suggesting, he should get his testosterone check. I think that when you are, you get up a a little bit up in age in your forties, early, 
late 40s and early 50s, your testosterone levels naturally drop. So get your testosterone tested and make sure that that's not the issue that he's having and then maybe go from there. Yeah, it's interesting because I can sort of you know, a lot of the joke has always been the age old joke is when someone says they're versatile, it's like, mm hmm. <laughs> You're really a yeah, bottom girl. Right. <laughs> I've seen your legs. I mean, I think there could be some truth to that. I know I've in the past said that before, and I probably skew more 80 20, 80 top. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but please. <laughs> I could even say it without, like, you know. Um, 80 20 though although i i want to i can reverse that or, you know i can change that through different means but when you've been one position for so long and pretty damn good at it i might add i get a girl speaking of myself Gold star that, Steve. yeah <laughs> i have but i have been had a boyfriend before that was probably more bottom than even maybe even 10 <laughs> 90 to my 80 20 and we had a great you know, year long relationship, mm -hmm. but I, I had to get it together and we never had that conversation of I'm more like, I want to, I think maybe when you have that deeper conversation, if you've been together five years, like you said, you have been together, it's time to have a deeper conversation on maybe you haven't had successful topping. Maybe it's a mental thing. And you guys can work through that through together. If you're in your 40s now, I mean, nothing should be off the table. Late 40s. I find now in my early 50s, I can talk about anything to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, bathroom topics. I mean, I talk about everything that in the past I used to be so, oh, I can't talk about that. I can't do that. And by not talking about things that also limited um, and made me live up to a perception that I couldn't always live up to. Jeremy, what are your thoughts on advice for this Reddit thread user? I was agreeing with the, I was in agreement with the Viagra just because I think that it could easily help his fix for maybe, I don't know, maybe a few times a month or every yeah. other month or something like that, that he will want to bottom. But I also think that they just need to talk about it more. And I think that he will get the satisfaction from being together for five years. If he hasn't bottomed at all, I'm sure that the Viagra won't make it such a big deal. Yeah. And who knows? He could be he could try it once and absolutely hate it and not want to do it again because it <laughs> there is an amount of work that goes into it if you don't do it all the time. And I think who's not to try it when you've been together for five years, that's like a significant amount of time to just like keep the options open and, and try something that's new. And if he doesn't like it, then he doesn't need to try it again. And if he loves it, then they have a new option. You know what I mean? Yeah. In, in the bedroom wise and maybe he will seek out the fact that originally his partner was versatile and may actually enjoy topping. Mm. Yeah, I've, I don't know why I believe in this couple for some reason. I'm going to like respond on the Reddit thread. <laughs> I am because I, I think if you've been together five years, I like that they're mature. They say they're monogamous. I like that. I mean, just for, you know, I know I like open relationships couples too, mm -hmm. but I think these guys sound like they have something going on. I think it sounds like they just need to communicate, like you just said, Jeremy, and it could be fixed. And the other guy might just need a little more encouragement. And the one riding in might just need to, if it's just he wants to get pounded of like a, a couple times a month, let him take the Viagra yeah. or the Cialis. I think yeah, that's a totally great point. I always say I want a bottom. And then when it comes down to it, I'm like, <laughs> no, I think I'm good. No, no, no. <laughs> it's work. No, honey. I just, I really do think I, I give like people that bottom often or just in general, I give them a lot of credit. They and do. I think that there's so much preparation and thought that goes into it that, 
I I do know as being primarily top, you don't have to go through. Yeah. Like trimming and everything like that is so much easier than worrying about what you ate today mm-hmm. and cleaning out and worrying about like when you want to be spontaneous and get fucked or you know what I mean? And I just think that that's something that you have to factor into if you're making the decision to bottom, especially if you haven't in a matter of five years. Absolutely. But I also don't think that it's not something that his partner can cope, like cope and adjust to being with him for five years as well. That's probably one of the better people to bottom for because they, I'm sure his partner wouldn't assume that he's going to just go into being like power bottom mode from not bottoming for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds pretty fixable. Like their issue doesn't sound too bad, and I think there's they can fix this. Oh, I'm sure. I'm gonna write in on there on that Reddit thread. I'm gonna give Let them my two cents. Girl, let us know how yeah, it goes. I will. I, okay, I will. <laughs> All right, rounding out the show, I've got two stories that I'm in love with. And speaking of preparation. Sink your tongue and teeth into these kinky desserts. I am all about this bakery that has popped up on the Lower East Side of New York City. It is a bakery that uh, Kinky Dessert Bar is New York City's one-stop shop for sweet and creamy waffles, cupcakes, cookies, baked and decorated to resemble human genitalia. Oh. Yeah, I didn't think I would really like this at first because I was just like, oh, I don't know about all this, but it's, I want to go there. And it's LGBT welcoming, black and woman-owned business. Oh. Is the first city's first adult bakery and features a menu of baked goods so naughty nobody under 18 is permitted inside and when you look at some of the Miami then yeah (laughs) I'm going to post this I'm posting this on Tag's podcast some of my favorite cupcakes that they have are a cupcake with a nipple on it, a perfect nipple, and they're pink nipples. There's brown nipples. There's chocolate nipples. Love all and that. <laughs> then they have two dots on either side, so they're pierced cupcakes. Get it? Oh my god, I <laughs> yes. love that. For vagina lovers, there's ones that really look like you're eating a vagina. You can and skip this part. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> They look really real, though, too, though. It's Do really they? nice. Send it yes. to me. I want to see. I'm going to send it to you guys. It's <laughs> it's re- it's really good. Um, I'm shout out to this bakery, we though. We gotta go. I mean, Jeremy, would you eat something like this? Of course, this I in- would. I love dick and titty and ass cupcakes and okay. cookies and shit. I love it. Yeah, I'm putting it in your feed right now so you guys can see it. Uh, yeah, Cody, what are your thoughts on on this? At first, I thought I really was like, this sounds like a bachelorette party type stuff, and I was like, I was kind of unimpressed. But your wonderful description of it, I'm I'm ready to go right now. I'm ready to pack it up, hop on a train, and go wherever this is. <laughs> Kinky dessert bar Let's in New go. York City. Yeah, I'm all about it. I've, I'm, bro. They have. I don't know what it is, but it's a huge dick that's like oozing out with cream at the top i just opened it up and it is gorgeous it's gorgeous and it looks so real um i'm ready it does (laughs) they're really cute the creative and professional brainchild of august and john de wint they're the entrepreneurs oh i love the titty ones are they so cool okay i i'm 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 sold let's go (laughs) <laughs> oh and of course it's on the lower east side <laughs> of course I, as the couple wrote the uh, the one of the half of them wrote as a black woman i know what it is to like to i know what it is excuse me as a black woman i know what it is like to enter spaces and not feel welcome or included so i wanted to make kinky's dessert bar an inviting space where people could openly be themselves i like that i love that it's cool i gotta check this out you gotta check it out when next time you're in new york for sure get your kinky dessert on and lastly i gotta ask you jeremy because this is a new england thing apparently a mom asked about 
ordering subs on Grinder and things got very awkward. Okay, so <laughs> so recently on um, a Twitter account, Spicy Joe, uh, Spice Boy Joey wrote, "Mom asked if Grinder is for ordering subs, and I had to walk out of the room." <laughs> for those of you who might not know, Grinder. G-R-I-N-D-E-R is another word for a submarine sandwich used in parts of New England, <laughs> not to be confused with Grinder, the gay hookup app. So did you know that, Jeremy? No, Grind- I had no idea. But everyone in my family knows what Grinder, the actual <laughs> grind D-R is. <laughs> Can you ask your family later if they know what the, if it's a sandwich thing too? I mean, it is apparently. They definitely don't know anything about any sandwich thing named that same name. Okay, they said Maine and parts of Massachusetts and other areas, but it, yeah, when she when he when she asked her adult gay son he was like oh my god i can't i I can't i mean it's just (laughs) you can't make this he left the room and on that note we have to leave the room too i'm so sorry but this has been so much fun you can follow us on tiktok thanks of you thanks for new users on our tiktok channel at tags podcast one of our recent postings got 11.1 thousand views wow so i know it was it was a when we had um gin on our show and it was a a juicy comment that he said and it's a fun edit you got to check it out follow us on tick on the tiktok at tags podcast you can follow my co-host jeremy ross lopez at j ross lopez follow cody at KMD coaching because he's a life coach or at Mr. Maurice, Mr. Maurice. And don't forget that uh, you can still take advantage of our special offer. Join our Patreon community, our tag sex pause community. Simply go to patreon.com forward slash tags podcast. Pick a tier there, support tags and enjoy the perks. Thanks, guys. This has been so much fun. So much thanks, fun, Jeremy. Bro. Always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Thanks, Cody. Thank you. Bro. And in the mean, yeah, in the meantime, continue having hot, hot gay, gay sex. Sex. Yeah.